0: Wine and Shine podcast, episode 14. Like if you struggle with that, if you think about every single day that like you're uncomfortable in your body, you don't like the thoughts you're having, well then that's something you need to deal with. You can't just like push that aside because literally the very next day you're gonna be thinking about it too. I'm Nina
1: and I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts.
2: If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place.
1: We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation.
2: So today on the podcast, we have Amy Crandall-White with us. She is just a phenomenal person inside and out. And I know you guys are really going to love this conversation. Um, Amy is a fitness instructor. She's a model. She's a photographer. She's just a creative person. And I cannot wait to get into some questions. So without further ado, let's introduce you to Amy and hop into some questions. Hi. So for those of you that don't know, I actually met Amy because um, her husband and mine, they weren't our husbands at right? the time. This was a while ago. We, we dated these
0: boys for a long yeah, time.
2: Yeah, we definitely did. But they were in a band together. So aside from Alex's fitness life and yeah. Cody's audio engineer life, they both are musicians and Alex is a phenomenal singer and Cody plays guitar. They were in a band and we would just like go watch them, drink we, some wine. We were like their little fangirls. We were the girlfriends
0: and we'd be like, who's that girl looking at them? What
2: was funny <laughs> is I feel like we also
0: were over it. It too like oh. we were just like we would go and then there was a point of time where we just didn't go anymore well, to I anything like, like, Alex, <laughs> is Nina coming to this show because if she's not I'm not going
2: I said the same thing I was like if Amy's not going to the show there's no way I'm going <laughs> because what else you can do sit there and watch people like yeah just fun. fan over yeah. them no no way yeah so we figured we would just jump right into questions do if it. that's okay with you Sounds So good yeah can you give our listeners just a little bit of background on your fitness journey and how you stumbled upon this lifestyle?
0: Sure. So, I was thinking about it today and it goes back all the way to Kent State University. Mm. Where my sisters at now. Really? And you know, yeah. my hometown, well, not really my hometown. I mean, pretty much. I'm from Hartville, Ohio, but I love Kent State. So, we know you're neck of the woods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm a photography major from there. Awesome. And then straight after college, I got a job at Nationwide. So I was in a cubicle for literally five years. That's just a big, a big Marinating. <laughs> yeah. We used to call it just marinating in my cubicle, like mm. chicken. So when I was at Nationwide, I obviously hated it. I was like crawling out the walls every single day. And I started a small photography business and just was like, every day at Nationwide, I would just like dream. And like, just look up fashion, photography, like just... Like any way to get your mind out of the cubicle. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I fell in love with the gym because I would literally run from my cube straight to the gym. And at the time, Alex was working there, my uh, husband, then boyfriend. But he was a trainer. And I saw like what an amazing career he had there. And I'd never thought like training could be... Your full-time career. Yeah, a career, you know? I just like never really thought about it. So, And I loved the gym with everything. Like I had an amazing group of people that I worked out with they were my fitness family, like fell in love with them. And so I was just in love with yoga at the same time too. So I decided to get certified for yoga. That was first step. And then thankfully, like my boss at the time was an amazing woman. And she was always like, why are you here? Like, why Mm -hmm. do you work here? She was like,
1: this is
2: not the space for you.
1: No, But that's awesome that someone can recognize that and like, pushed you in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I don't even think she realized that, like, she was a huge mentor, and she was amazing because she pushed me, you know, into that direction where she knew I was supposed to be. So I got certified for yoga, and then she was, like, pushing me. She would always tell me that—she's like, you are color, and this place is gray. Mm. You need to get out of here. I love that.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's such a good mantra. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. We all are color. We all need to get out of the gray.
0: I love that. Some people love the gray, but if you—if you're color, then— be color. You got to be color. Yeah. So, I would just like do push-ups in my cubicle. I'd do <laughs> I do yoga, literally crawling at the walls every single day. So, and I saw like what an amazing career Alex was building. So, I studied my butt off and took the NASM personal training exam and passed it and then I had a job lined up at the new Lifetime Fitness that was on Henderson Road switched there. Mm-hmm. And I trained there for two years and literally just like took everything in. I could learned a bunch. Alex taught me everything. Was throwing myself into it. I completely immersed in the fitness yeah. world. First job in the fitness industry. And it was a good place to start and learn and everything like that. Um, wasn't where I wanted to be for the long term, obviously, because it's it's an amazing place, but it is corporate. I mm-hmm. know yeah. it's like the corporate world of gym. fitness. Yeah. Yeah. So then at the same time, Alex was purchasing peak human performance. Mm. And then, so we took over peak human performance. I moved over there and now I'm training there, teaching Pilates, teaching classes. Like we are doing workshops. It's our whole entire life.
2: So for our listeners that don't know, can you talk? So this is your Mm gym or your husband's Mm gym. Can you talk a little bit about that process of, I don't know, just starting Starting the gym? Like what's been the hardest part of him
0: starting this gym and what has been the greatest rewards? The gym is amazing because it's just family. Yeah. Like we have worked so hard, like everything we do, we put into peace. Like your whole heart and soul. Yes, it is our whole heart. And it is just the most amazing place. And when you put your whole heart into something, you know, people respond and it's so true. Yeah.
1: You can also, I'm sure, let your philosophy, like you're not stifled, like you would have been at were maybe at a corporate kind of training plate. Like you can put your philosophy
0: and your spin and your, like you said, your heart into everything you do there. It's complete freedom. Like if we want to run a program, we put everything into it. If we don't, if this isn't working, then we don't. So it is literally just amazing. And we have built the most amazing fitness family. Like our clients are incredible.
2: I love that. And they come to you and they know you and you know them. And like you said, it's a family. Yeah. I love that so much. It's incredible because I have to go to your gym you for something. have to come. Take so, hey, what kind
1: of like, if you had to sum it up
0: in a vibe, like what kind yeah. of gym is it? Like, what is, is there like a focus? Yeah, or? major focus. So, Peak is a um, sports performance facility. So, we have a ton of athletes starting from like eight and 10 years old all the way up to the professional level. Um, A bunch of teams and stuff like that. So our philosophy is that every single person is an athlete, even if you don't know it. So we train, like, if you guys came in, you would be trained as if you were an athlete. And then you begin to get this mindset that you are an athlete. Like, I consider myself an athlete. Like, your body can do anything. Yeah. And all the women at our gym, like, women who are just, you know, normal, everyday women, Mm -hmm. like, they are athletes. Yeah. And, like, they believe that now. Mindset is such a huge piece of fitness,
2: I've come to realize. Mm -hmm.
0: Everything.
2: I... I kind of want to touch a little bit on when you got your yoga certification, Mm -hmm. like if we back up a little bit, because I know for me, I've been really interested in like, I've been researching getting my yoga certification and I've just fallen in love with fitness and health recently, Mm -hmm. just because I've seen how the benefits make me feel and like mentally and physically, but I still am kind of stuck in the mindset of, oh, I'm not good enough to be a yoga. I can't do my yoga
0: certification. Yoga certification doesn't mean you have to be a teacher.
2: Yeah, that's true too. It doesn't. Like there
0: are, I just want to learn for me, you know? There are plenty of people who go through that whole entire process and, you know, it's an investment. That's the the other piece. It's an investment of time, it's an investment of your money. But if it's going to benefit you, like you grow exponentially.
2: I just want to learn more about it. I want to know if I'm doing things right. I want to know all the terms. I want to know about the history of yoga. I just want to learn about yoga. Well, literally the
0: biggest thing is that, yeah, you're going to learn all those things, but you learn yourself in the process.
2: Uh, You grow,
0: even if you're not even like trying. Trying. Yeah. I like that you
1: guys
2: have this piece of just getting people to believe in themselves. Yeah. it's
1: It's that's the biggest thing. So what about people that maybe, and I'm not, I'm asking for a friend um, that are out of shape (laughs) currently and have like been in shape, but have never, I haven't done like training, Mm -hmm. like worked with a trainer. Like what's that experience like for someone maybe, do you think it's intimidating at all? Like, Oh
0: yeah. I think that walking into a gym is the most intimidating thing ever, especially if you don't, If you haven't worked out recently Mm -hmm. and you're in that kind of weird mindset where, like, you're kind of your own worst enemy, you're like, I don't even wanna walk in this Mm -hmm. door, forcing yourself. And then you walk into a gym where you see all these people like working out hard and you're just like, I don't know what to do or where to start. Like, where do I fit in? Yeah, in this. Just wanna turn around, turn Mm -hmm. around, walk out the door. I think that's the hardest part. And it's all Mm -hmm. mental, like you were saying earlier. Like, physical, the body will respond to whatever you do to it. Right. So it's the mental, it's getting yourself there. It's getting in a routine. It's positive self-talk. The body just comes. It's the benefit, I think.
2: So people in Columbus, if you are struggling with these sort of issues, (laughs) uh, there's a gym in Dublin for you (laughs) that you can get hooked up in. And I
0: think the biggest part, you know, people have is they don't reach out and ask people. Like if you struggle with that, if you think about every single day that like you're uncomfortable in your body, you don't like the thoughts you're having. Well, then that's something you need to deal with. You can't just like push that aside because literally the very next day you're going to be thinking about it too.
2: I think yeah. that we've decided it's normal for us to have negative thoughts because yeah. we've grown up having negative thoughts and since we were young.
1: We know has, or talk or maybe not talks about, but you can get it out of people that they have those same kind of thoughts Everybody every once a, in a while. And I, I really feel like we're set up
0: to have that.
2: We were just talking about that yesterday. Yeah. We had this whole conversation. We, we should have recorded sh- we it. We should have recorded yesterday. it. it! like society thinks if you think, I don't know, I look really pretty today or I'm really proud of my body today, mm-hmm. you're vain mm-hmm. or you're yeah. egotistical. And so we've created this whole idea that we're just not allowed to love ourselves. Mm. And that's exactly what all of us need is yeah. to love and like, appreciate who we really are. Yeah, be like, you look good
1: today. Yeah. Because you can't serve others until you're serving yourself. So if we all just got to that point where we loved ourselves, like, think of the change that the world would see. Well,
0: it's like, like I was saying, we're set up. Like, think about social media and comparison. Mm -hmm. And like, all you do is see other things and think you should be doing them. And I I honestly think you need to tune out. Like, that's the first step. It's like, log off. Get off
1: Facebook, get off social media, get off Instagram. It's like...
0: Sometimes I can't stand it.
1: Now, how do you just out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. because as like being involved with the business and obviously we'll get to this a little bit later, but you do like photography and modeling and all sorts of stuff. How do you like grow your brand? Because that's what I think we've kind of struggled with or I've struggled with is we're on Instagram all the time trying to like like people and do things and get engagement. And, Mm -hmm. but it's for me, and I don't know if you feel this way, but like sometimes I get overwhelmed because I like my feed is like a bunch of really hot fitness people. Oh yeah. <laughs> at like, And I'm like, um, I don't feel super great about myself, but I have to be, you know, it's important that it is. you
0: it is. be it's involved. Important. And like for the gym, like we schedule as many posts as we can. If it's a quiet time, then it's typically one where I'm just like, I ha- I can't do this right
2: mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I just can't, can't get on Facebook, can't no. get
0: on Instagram. Um, but it is, you have to find that fine balance with growing your social media mm-hmm. and just not being into looking at it. Like, if I can't do it, I can't, I just can't do it. I
2: found that I have deleted a lot of the fitness bodybuilding people that I used to follow. For a minute, it inspired me. Yeah. But then after a while, I was like, you know what? I don't know anything about these people. Like, yeah, yeah they have these amazing abs and back muscles and arm muscles. But, and I would like those. Right. But yeah. how, how are they mentally? Or how are they with their eating habits? Like, there's a lot of other things that I value way more than... The appearance now. I value how I feel and all of that that comes along with it.
0: I agree. Like, mad props to all those people who compete. Like, I consider it a sport. It's amazing. Good for oh, you. But yeah. There is a high rate of mental problems that follow along with that. Because you yeah. can't really keep up with that no, for too guys. long, right? No, that is like, I mean, some people do, but it's their, they are dedicated, it's their whole life. Yeah. But for me, I just want a peaceful, happy, balanced life. Like that is that. The, preach, we're all about That, that is my a complete motto. A happy, yes. balanced life. Yep. That is everything to me. That's how I think about everything. That's how I live through everything. Food, exercise, sleep, like everything. Yeah. Is balanced. Preach. That is exactly what I'm trying to figure out right
2: yes. now in my life.
0: Yeah. And you got to figure it out. It's a lot of trial and error. But what I was saying is that
2: now what now that I've kind of taken those people off of the Instagram, I found that I've started following people that are inspirational as far as like giving you mental inspiration every day mm-hmm. or giving me food inspiration every day or
1: whatever the case without may be. Without judgment, without yeah, you know, some I'm not of the just, negative stuff that you yeah. sometimes see on social media. Yeah.
2: It's not just looking at somebody posing in a mirror anymore. Right. That's not what I want to see. Oh, I
0: hate the selfie. Yeah. I, I, I honestly can't deal with it, but I like to follow people who are like, Like images, photography. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful and inspiring. That makes you feel differently about everything. Like, I think you just get so grossed out by just bodies, like Mm -hmm. selfies and a mirror posing. Like, I was actually listening to to a Jillian Michaels podcast and she was just so pissed about (laughs) the selfies. In the mirror <laughs> with the toe popped, like one yeah, leg is out to oh the side. Yeah, oh my gosh, yes. And I was laughing so hard because that was, it, ma- it makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, so with fitness modeling, I was talking to one of my mentors about it and I was telling him, I was like, I don't have a chance in this industry because I don't take selfies in the mirror. I don't have fake boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't get on a stage and bend over. Like You're like, that's not my style. I, and I was like, how do I even have a chance in this industry? And he was like, babe, you just got to keep going, doing what you're doing. Like, yeah. he's like, you have a place in this industry. And you know, you you never think you do. You know, that's your right. little fear of voice talking. Your like, ego. You just got to keep going. And Well, you just have a different
1: niche. And there are people that are looking. I mean, we just expressed that that kind of selfie vibe is not really what we look for. I mean yeah. I feel like we're shifting. I feel like a
2: lot of people our age are shifting away from that because we're starting to I don't know, there's like this awareness umbrella that's just coming yeah. over everybody. We're like, there's a better way or there's this other way to find happiness within ourselves. And mm-hmm. that the selfie isn't doing it anymore. The selfie's over. Yeah. See the
1: selfie's that, dead. The problem <laughs> not to play devil's advocate, but like then it's like why I can't, like, fault people for loving themselves. Like, mm-hmm. know, like what's the reason behind the selfie? That's what I don't know. Like, I, I can't get in your head. There's yeah. a huge psychology behind the selfie.
2: There's, a, there's been research done on the selfie and psychology. I can't pull it out of my brain right
0: now, but I know I've read something about it. Let's all be serious. So, like, I, I take selfies, and I'll, like, send them to my husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, i take definitely. them, and I'll be like, okay, my makeup looks good. But yes. to
2: post them is a different... If I, if I'm personally posting a selfie, like I do the same thing with Cody. I'll take yeah. a selfie and I'm like, I look cute. Yeah. You wanna see this selfie? I will not lie. But if I post it on Instagram, I'm just wanting people to like it and say how pretty I am. You right. know? Or right. if you think you look good, you're posting it for everybody to see that you look good. I guess it's the same if you if you get something in your career and you post it. You right. know, I guess
0: you kind of want just people to validation. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Um I mean, there are good people who. I, I shouldn't hate the selfie so bad. I really shouldn't. It's okay if it's in but you to hate the selfie. But with
1: good intentions. Yeah, yeah it's okay. So,
0: good good
2: <laughs> so uh, going with what you said earlier about how I don't know how I'm going to make it in the industry if yeah. I don't. One of the reasons I really wanted to have you on the show and Liz wanted to have you on the show is because I always talked about how kind you are. Like, you just have this really calm, sweet nature about you. And I I've always just really looked up to you for your positivity and overall kindness. And I didn't know if there are any ways that you practice positivity in your life. Is there self-practices you use to, or is that just your natural personality to be super nice and calm and positive?
0: <laughs> Number one, my mom raised me on kindness. Yeah. Like you were in Go trouble if I was mean to anybody, like just kindness is everything. It is, And that's how she raised us. And so thanks mom. No, moms. Um. So there's that. I do think I'm a genuinely nice person. That's
2: I good. Think. <laughs> you are. I think you can really tell if somebody is a genuinely nice person from the inside out, yeah. or when they're just sort of
0: putting on me, a show.
2: Yep, putting me on a show. People just
0: make my skin crawl.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. Well, well, I don't get reason? it. But what's the, what, what purpose does it? Something within give. themselves that yeah. they're struggling with. Maybe that's literally what I was thinking earlier. There, there's just no room for negativity. Like, how can you live your life? Like life's too short to not be positive and think about all the good things you have. And I was like, li- I was listening to an old podcast you guys did. And I think you said something about how you like looked at the sky and you were like, that's so pretty. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Stupid things like that. But I'm the same way, like finding th- joy yeah. in, in the little everyday life. Things. And a yep. good thing that I used to do that I you know, sometimes you sometimes don't, but at the end of the day, like you're just sitting in bed. And sometimes Alex and I would be like, I'd be like, what are the five good things that happened Mm -hmm. today? And it's like, you think about, oh my God, I had an amazing meal, had an amazing conversation with this person, things like that. When you think about those types of aspects of your life, it's just means more than like, everybody's like, yeah, my family's amazing. My friends are amazing. But like, the little itty bitty things that happen throughout your
2: day, because it's easy to for.
0: to say, you know, my
1: friends are awesome, my family's awesome. Like finding beauty in like mundane
0: tasks, or, or finding the reason behind yeah. you know the everyday. Yeah. Or like, I got good sleep today, I uh, or yesterday, I ate an amazing meal, I exercised, like,
2: and all of these things just make you feel better about yourself. They yeah. boost a little
1: bit of your self-esteem as well, yeah. I think. And then obviously that radiates to other people as Nina, because that's all I've heard about you is like, she's just so
0: kind oh. and so, <laughs> so sweet. And I, I'm like, I'm I'm sure she is. <laughs> well, that's really nice. I think you're kind too. No, oh,
2: thanks. Well, I think the cool thing about everybody always hears about practicing gratitude. I think mm-hmm. that's the big thing now is like practice gratitude, get yeah. your gratitude journal. What are you mm-hmm. thankful for? And I think sometimes people are like, well, if I'm mad, then I just need to be mad. Or if, I, if I'm if i angry or feeling negative, then I can't think positively. And what I think is really cool is that our brain forms these habits. And if you just start, like you said, th- five things every night, if you just start saying five things to yourself every night, then slowly that becomes a habit. And then if you spend the next week or two looking for things like, the sky is really beautiful today, or I'm having a bad day, but let me stop and think about something that hasn't been bad today. Then your brain starts gravitating towards the positive and not the negative all the time. And then this is something that just becomes your...
1: Who you are.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It becomes a part of
0: who you are. And like, if you're having a bad day, like what's happening, number one, and what are you learning from it? Like, what's the lesson in it? Sometimes, yeah, you're just straight up having a bad day. But if there's something that happened, like you had a confrontation with someone and... But maybe it needed to happen. And what are you you're learning from that? Like, yes. Know. I was listening to that. I've told you like 85,000 times. There's a
1: book called You Are a Badass by Liz Jensen Chero. I picked it up at Target today. Thank And
2: then Did I you put not it buy- back down only because I have four books I'm I currently know. reading. Well, I, when you get I checked there. It out, I checked out at the self checkout and I looked at the woman. I go, you know what? I don't need this right now. Can I put it back? And this I'm part of your right. minimalism. Yeah, right yet.
1: I have too many books I'm reading right now. I need to take nope, it down. She. I, I just was listening to a chapter where she was talking about like, thank the people that make your life a little harder. Yeah. Like, because it taught you something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like be grateful for the, the bad and the people that have challenged you because that didn't, that served a purpose in
0: some way. You may not know it yet, but that is making you a better person. You have learned from them somehow. Um, I was just having this conversation. 2016 was an amazing year, incredible year. But there were some situations that we experienced that were, we were like mind blown Mm -hmm. by. And, but at the end of the day, now we're sitting here talking about like what we learned from them and like business wise, what we learned, personal, what we learned. And it's crazy how every messed up situation you go through. Brings out something
2: positive. Learn. It's unbelievable. You can't have a negative situation without there being a positive on the flip side, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. If you're not having like
0: some weird situations happen in your life or some things happening to you, then you're... You're not taking risks. Yeah. You're not doing anything. Yeah. You might not be pushing yourself. That's true. And when
2: everything gets simple and and there's no challenge in it, then you're
0: dying life worth
2: living yeah yeah that might
0: might be nice for a couple days that's
2: nice for a vacation a little comfy but it's nice in theory too i'll tell you right now when i have summer break in theory i'm like this is great i can just lay sleep in go to the pool i can work out all the time i can do yoga all the time it's all great but then after a while it's like you know what our bodies and our minds are meant to like have some sort of goal or some sort of push yeah hi jinx (laughs) What I started doing recently is if I, for example, I'm angry at Cody. Like, let's take today, for example. (laughs) Did you get
1: angry at Cody? I,
2: a little bit. you were cleaning the garage. Well, we both cleaned the garage. But we've been doing a lot of cleaning. And a lot of, we talked about this on one of our recent episodes, minimalism. Yes. Throwing a bunch of stuff away, donating a bunch of stuff. Amazing. Well, I've done the dishes like three times today. (gasps) Well, I know. And I came home and there were dishes in the sink and I mm-hmm. wanted to be angry. Cody? I know, Cody's, How dare you, sorry, Cody. Sorry, I'm putting this on blast right now. Um, but I wanted to be angry. And then I remember listening to something on a podcast or I read it in a book and it was, if you are angry at somebody else, there's actually something inside of you yeah. yes. that is causing it. And instead of being angry, it's not Cody's fault. Like Cody didn't outwardly do anything wrong. And I remember sitting there and I was like, well, what's wrong? And I was like, you know what? What's wrong is that I'm feeling hurt because I feel, like I'm not being appreciated right now.
0: So then that's something I need to work through. I had mm -hmm. this conversation with my husband because like, say somebody's bugging you, like they're just bugging you, getting under your skin. And I'm like, but it's that same concept. I've learned that. So I was like, my thought process through it was, why is this person bugging me? Like, what is it in me that is like turned off by this? And it's like because it's something that you're that you need to work through.
2: Exactly, it's something you haven't healed yet because somebody's triggering this
0: unhealed piece well, of you.
1: And a lot of times, it's that the things that we like the most in other people—that's what we like the most in ourselves, yeah. and or we're striving on the, to get. Yeah, this in ourselves. On the other side, the things that annoy you the most about someone else—that's yeah. what
0: you don't like about yourself. So, like, well, and that's how that the whole jealousy thing works too. The, yes. the emotion of jealousy is the nastiest feeling. But it also is a driver to like, okay, why am I jealous of this person? Why am I experiencing these feelings? Because you must be jealous of them for something they have or something they're doing. Or something you feel like you're lacking. Yeah. Right. Or you want. Mm-hmm. So that it kind of is a driving force to have you figure out what you want to do. Or, you know, if you think about it that way.
2: I've been this huge proponent of realizing that any emotion, including anxiety, including depression, including jealousy... Any sadness, any sort of emotion has a cause and our body is manifesting those emotions for a reason. And sometimes it's really, really easy to just say, like, shut down or ignore it or push it away. But what we really need to do is do the hard work. Like, I love that you said that you've been pausing and thinking, what is it inside me? I think that's the main question everybody has to do. Why am I feeling sad right now? Why am I feeling anxious right now? What in me needs, like,
1: answered? Yeah just awareness of like how you're feeling and what that really means other than just taking it for what it is, you know? Because which I think is how we've, how I've dealt with things for many years. Like,
0: I'm just mad. I don't have to have a reason. Right. But you, but there is a reason. Yeah. I don't have to figure it out. Well, actually you do. If Mm -hmm. you want to have, a positive life. And if you want to
1: grow. Yeah, <laughs> and anyway. Grow.
0: Well, I want to switch gears a little bit. So you have a
1: really interesting just from what I know about you from Nina. You have a really interesting marriage of creativity and fitness yes. and like an active body and a creative mind.
0: Can you tell us more about that philosophy that you have? So, active body, creative mind is my hub for everything I do collectively. Um it's that that's my business, but it's also like you said, my philosophy. And it all comes down to balance. Like, I don't even know if you've recognized my logo is like a perfect balanced circle with the line down the middle. Yeah, um, well, now that you're mentioning it, yeah. that completely makes sense. Yeah. So to me, like, I thought really hard about it and literally having an active body leads me to creativity. So moving my body, doing mental work and growth work and things like that leads to a creative mind. I am uncreative when I'm like sedentary, And sitting still in your cubicle Mm -hmm. (laughs) or just like, even in life, like if I take a couple weeks off from working out, which I just did, I almost feel like I have a black cloud above me. I completely know what you're talking about. I cannot come up with any ideas. I can't. I'm moody. I am just a wreck. You were just
1: talking about this yesterday about how you said something yesterday in our conversation. We should have recorded. We could reference it if we had recorded (laughs) it about how like. There was some element of physical movement and yeah. everything that. So, I'm of course
2: stole this from Gabby Bernstein, who is my love her. Love animal. her so much. So, I got the book Add More Ing to mm-hmm. Your Life yes. for Christmas. I think it's one of her first it books. Is, yeah. is it know, her yeah. first book? Mm-hmm. So, her whole concept is she gives you. Like basically something that your ego is stirring up inside of you. And then the steps to her in process is first is movement. Like you need to do something in your body to like get this emotion up and out. And she'll talk about like going on a hike or jumping on a trampoline or Mm -hmm. going for a run or whatever it is, jump roping. And then after that, it's you write about it and then you meditate on it. Mm -hmm. And it's like exactly what you said. Yeah. If you're not moving... Then your mental state is affected and then your creativity is affected. But it's all about balance. When all of those things are aligned, it's like
0: your highest self just comes out and shines, you know? Think about your body and think about even like your systems inside of your body. Everything is constantly moving. It's a circle. Your blood is flowing. If you are still for a really long period of time, like your blood is not circulating around oxygen, you know, you have a system that needs Mm -hmm. to be constantly turned and turned and turned. So if you are not moving, you know, your joints are stiff, you are moody, you have headaches, like you just don't feel good.
2: It brings me to the topic of how all of us as a society are not living lives the way that our bodies were intended to live. Yeah, you are meant to move. Yeah, we're not meant to be in cubicles. We're not meant to sit and stare at computers all day. And then now everybody wonders why they feel so sluggish or they feel like all the symptoms you just said. And it's because
1: sitting is like, I've read studies, like sitting is like the new smoking. Yeah, Yeah. Like that's, I've
0: seen all sorts of stuff on that lately. And like working at Nationwide and sitting for eight hours a day, I saw the effects on people around me and- even the way I felt, which is why I sprinted to the gym every single day after. But it is so essential to move your body. And your body can handle so much more than you think than your mind thinks it I can. I believe that. Um, but the problem is that people will get motivated and gung-ho about, you know, okay, now I'm gonna go work out and they'll get injured because their body's not ready for it. So that is where you need to reach out to someone who's educated and um get an assessment done so we know exactly what your body needs. Because nobody's the same. Nobody. And then start a program where you're like working on your own, basically fitness prescription is what I like to call it, um, until you're ready. And then you just keep going. But yeah, moving is everything. If you're in a bad mood. What
2: advice do you have for somebody that, like, for example, I get home from work and... I lay down on the couch and it feels so good just to finally sit down on the couch. And then you have this feeling of like, you know what? I don't feel like moving. I don't feel like getting up. You always feel better after you do. Oh, yeah. But what advice do you have for somebody that maybe isn't an avid worker outer? <laughs> I <just> made <laughs> up <laughs> <exercise>. that word.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> an
2: avid exerciser. How do you suggest that they just get started?
0: I honestly just wouldn't sit down.
2: <laughs> don't
0: sit down until don't bedtime. Don't sit down. no. I mean, obviously you need to rest. Like say you're a teacher, right? You're on your feet running mm-hmm. around all day long. Not as
2: much this year as I have been because now I have all of these- Like planning periods? Yeah. this t- The way my schedule worked Ooh. out- I have this period in the morning where I don't have to get b- out of my desk off it. Like on Fridays. Nice. Um, It is in that I get a lot of work done. Yeah. But I've noticed that uh, my energy levels are way down yeah. this year. And I've been caught in my room just like doing a downward dog <laughs> <That's> or <good. laughs> doing like a rag doll. And like the teacher comes in she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yes. I just gotta stretch. I gotta move. I have to walk around the building. Yeah.
1: I always think of it's a really, like I'm not a science person ever. This is the only thing I remember from from science, but Newton's an object in motion stays in in motion. motion. (laughs) That's what I think every time I get ready to like, because a lot of times for me, like if I sit, Cooking isn't gonna happen. So Cleaning far. isn't happening. Even if so it's far. not working out, just being productive past five PM won't happen. Over. And I always hear like old sixteen hundreds Newton in my head, like an object emotion <laughs> stays in motion states emotion. That is such a like, good
0: quote. Okay? <laughs> um, honestly, like because my sister's a teacher, yeah, and she always comes home from work and takes a nap, and then she'll go to yoga later in the night. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. How does she get back up? She just does. <laughs> because She's just able to get back up. At the end of the day, it's a choice. Like, true. Everybody has a body. It is your choice how you choose to live in it. If you choose to just fill it with toxins, smoke, like, you know, whatever. Like, whatever you choose to eat, it is your choice. Mm-hmm. To not move, it's your choice. So at the end of the day, it's that comes back to the mental. It's the voice. Mm-hmm. Like, just for me, exercise is just like brushing my teeth. Like, it's just something I'm going to do. I don't even think twice about it. That's the biggest thing is people just think about it. They're like, oh, do I really want to? You know, like it sounds like a hassle. Just get up and do it. You just get up and go. And then it becomes a habit. thinking so hard about it.
1: Well, when you make it out to be this big thing, you're less likely to do it because you're overwhelmed because you've built it up in your mind to be this big like
0: exercise, you know, know. monster. (laughs) I completely understand how daunting it can be, especially if you're out of the loop with it.
2: I feel like I can relate for, I mean, I didn't even start working out and feeling the effects of working out until after college. I ran a couple times at the gym. Yeah, we pretended to. I I played like soccer for a while in high school for one year in high school. And then, you know, and basically like that was what I did. I would go on a run once in a while. But then it wasn't until I went to the gym. I went to, where did we go with? LA, LA fitness, fitness. Yeah. And I felt like a complete different person. It, it was your aggression out. Oh my gosh. It was insane. I was like, who's this person? This has been inside of me yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Like I did a hip the hop athlete. dance. Yes, the athlete. You're so right. I did a hip hop dance class. I never thought I would ever do something like that. And it just like brought this, It changed our lives. It, seriously. Hip hop dance, Linda <laughs> from shout out to LA Linda. Fitness <laughs> changed my life. But you're right. I think it's not until you feel like, the effect. Yeah.
0: You it, it will click for you. Yes. And when it does, you'll realize it. Same thing with healthy eating. I always tell people like who you are when you work out is who you are at the root of yourself in real life. Because like for me, I take a class twice a week called Everest and Alex teaches it. And anybody who knows Alex as a trainer, it's complete, absolute torture. He
1: pushes you like crazy.
0: Like I have anxiety before I go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I'm a trainer.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like you have to be a rock star at it because you're married to him and you train (laughs) there?
0: No. What I have to do in my mind is turn off the fact that I know who he is. Yeah. Because think about your husband telling you what to do. Do you want to be like, "Uh uh-uh. It is rage (laughs) sometimes. And, you know, I have to be respectful. So I do this thing where I like, okay, class is starting. Click. I don't know you. You are not my husband. Let's just go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you're working out and you're pushed to your physical limit like that, like things come up. Like you are mad. I'm so angry half the time when I'm working out at just the way I'm feeling. And I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Like I have to figure it out. And Mm -hmm. things come up that you need to work through. And then how you work through that without quitting. Because you can't just walk out of a class. Like you just can't. Yeah. And you figure out how to get through stuff that translates to, you know, your all life lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: It's like like playing a musical instrument. It's like anything that you stick to and push yourself through. The reward is so much greater once you get through all of the mess. Well, that's our hashtag at peak is
0: never stop, never quit.
1: Love it. Now, what about, so I saw someone on Facebook the other day talk about like their beef with people that say they just want to maintain. Like what, what are your thoughts for people that get to like a really great level of fitness and they have a really good practice going like what are your thoughts on
0: maintenance and do you maintain do you always keep getting better like my husband and I we're just having this conversation because we are both extremely I mean we've been working out he's the same as me like we've been working out for years and it's like when you hit your peak like you really like how your body is you really like how you're feeling like where do you go from there yeah and we talk about that but it's like you can always improve, whether it's mentally, physically, like like I told you guys before, the body just comes. It's just like an advantage. Like I'll, one day you'll just be like, oh, I have abs. Like, mm-hmm. That's cool. But- <laughs> that's great. Never have never had a conversation <laughs> with myself. <Never>. ever. <laughs> it will happen. I promise if you, you know, dedicate yourself to it. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that you're just like maintaining yourself because if you are, then like, what are you what's the point? Like you're yeah. always trying, you're always getting better even if you don't realize it. And that's where it comes back to like all f- physical activity truly being mental. Because true. even if you're not physically changed, like your body changing, think about what's happening on the inside, your heart. Mm-hmm. Number one, people are so, so into exercise just for the physical look of it and the aesthetic. But truly like you need to exercise because you need to exercise for your heart. That is actually
2: what Made me stick to exercising and healthy eating was because for a while it started on how I looked. It started because I wanted to have a flatter Mm -hmm. tummy and I wanted to tone my arms up. Yeah. Yeah. But then it didn't become that anymore. Like there are obviously so many things I want to work on still, but I don't think of it in that way anymore as Mm -hmm. much as like I want to do this because I want to feel fantastic. I want to do this
0: because it just, it's it makes my life better. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you have to think about your insides. And like when we test people, when they come to the gym, we do a full assessment on them. We do a scan on them, run their body fat, all this stuff. And at the end, we tell them like what their risk is for stroke, heart disease and diabetes. And that kind of like, it scares people. Of because course. you don't think about that. You really only think about the aesthetic. And it, it is kind of vain, Um, but you really do need to think about the insides and what's happening in there. And heart disease for women is huge. It's yeah, huge.
2: Isn't heart disease one of the leading causes of death yeah. now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably like
1: number one.
0: So if you start are thinking about like the close. vanity reasons.
1: Which are great. Yeah, they're great. When they come along, they're right. absolutely it's great. It's a byproduct. Yeah. I like that mentality yeah. of it's not, the, it's not what you're going after. It's like an added bonus if that, added oh, you bonus. look great too. But it it's when you're focusing on making a better body on the inside, like the outside will follow.
0: It's true because if literally if you are still, you do not eat right. Like you're poisoning yourself slowly and you will end up with disease. I know that's so bad. No, it's I completely am <laughs> with just you on got that. Really negative, really quick. But I had to say that because it's so true. Like you are just poisoning yourself, and you will end up with a disease.
1: Can I ask you a question? I just am genuinely curious yeah. about this because I've heard this from different people, and I always like to get feedback on it. So my mm-hmm. husband is a type one diabetic, mm-hmm. um, and he just actually got diagnosed last year. Okay. Like a, I think it's type one and a half. When you get diagnosed with type one later on in life, uh-huh. he's lost. I want to say since we started dating, about like sixty pounds, Liz.
2: Wow, I, I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. The other day when Zach was here, he had his little beanie hat Were you checking on, on. My and husband, his I was like, Excuse Zach me? looks good. <laughs> he good. I seriously thought that I was like, Zach looks fantastic. I will it. Actually, he, he doesn't know it's
1: so who here? Oh my god, we are crushing on. Him. But I, but he. You know, he's not—physical fitness was not a part of his, like, growing up. That was just—just wasn't something he did. And then as you get older, you know, it's easier to get into it when you've had some kind of, you know, being younger. Like, I ran track and cross-country, so I've always been active. Um, But we've heard in, like, going through all of his diabetic stuff, a lot of people say, like, he can reverse his type 1 diabetes if he— like did more physical fitness. What I'm just curious from a fitness perspective, what your thoughts are well, on that. That's
0: interesting. Not that you're that a doctor, up. but no, but um one of our coaches is type one diabetic. So I watch him deal with it all the time. And he talks to our athletes about it all the time because we actually have quite a few athletes who are type one. Mm-hmm. And um you have to you have to exercise. So getting um exercise and nutrition is essential for people with type one. And I actually was just talking to his name's Ken about this recently because a lot of diabetics while they're exercising, like they'll feel a drop. Yes,
1: he does have that. Like he'll have to a lot of times have like peanut butter or something before he works
0: out when he does work out. Um. (laughs) So it's like, you have to be prepared. You like, you know, you have to have a snack if you, you know, just Mm -hmm. have a snack in your bag. Um, And then also Ken was saying that it's just about testing. Like you have to test out things. Like if he had a workout where... He dropped quickly. Okay, okay, that's not right for me. I need to adjust my workouts. And that's also where a coach would come in to play. Like, I cannot stress this enough. Take the guesswork out of what you're wondering or what you are feeling like you need. Like, that's what our entire industry is for. Get an expert.
2: Get somebody that can tell you exactly what your body is. Well, we've
1: said that about everything. Like, I'm all about building an army. Like, get a therapist. Yes. Get a fitness coach. Yes. Get, like, someone for— Get a nutritionist. Get anything that you want to make better. Like, have a person there that will hold you accountable and give you— a plethora of information. We can't
2: do it all on our own. Yeah. There yeah. are people like you who know the fitness world inside and out that can help. There are people like me who know how to teach you piano and voice lessons. Like there are people like you that know how to teach marketing. Like <laughs> find
0: the people yeah. that know things better than you to help you grow. For some reason, we are like so stuck on thinking we have to be good at everything. It's and, our like, ego. everything. Why? Yeah, but you don't. So just that's my biggest advice with fitness in general is just reach out. Like, if you have questions, if you want to figure out what you should be doing and take the guesswork out of it, like, reach out, even if it's an email and, you know, you don't even end up training with the person. Like, just ask some questions. People will write you back.
2: I did that gladly. with you. Yeah. I Facebook messaged you. I don't know. I think I've done it a couple times within the past, like,
0: year or two where I've, like, thought, I have these food questions. Yeah. Who, Who knows will answer food? Them? Amy, <laughs> can you answer these questions for yeah. me? And, I mean... A lot of times you're like, oh, this person will be annoyed or they won't. I thought me. that. Do you know what? I have written people a ton who inspire me and in reaching out to people and they haven't written me back. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> you anymore. <laughs> but, like, why weren't you kind to get back yeah, to me? But but you still, you have to reach out to people who know more than you do in an area or who scare you or you're just inspired by or, you know, you want to know something from them, but like reach out to them and they will write you back like 90% of the time. They will write you back. That's why the podcast
2: is so amazing because we just ask people we who we that. think are fantastic think? to mm-hmm. just yeah. ask
1: them questions about things that we want to learn more about. Well, and I think when you love what you do, you want to share that with people. I was just going to say that. And yeah. so the people that we've reached out to
0: love what they do. And they're like, absolutely, I'd love to share that with more people. Mm-hmm. Like so. legitimately what, what Peak is for us is a portal to share with people and to give with people and to make their lives better. So it's like, if you are... Wanting to know something and you've been thinking about it forever and it plagues you every single day, like fitness. Mm -hmm. Reach out, ask. Like, my have I have a website? Just freaking email me. Yeah, me and Liz are gonna have to come
1: to a class at peak and then Um, report back after this is done when we're recording. Like, I'm gonna have
0: a conversation about like. Yes, me too. Coming to your gym all Um, the time. I'm not leaving (laughs) here until it's on the calendar. I'm not
2: joking. I have been thinking a lot about how I need. So I've have I'm building my tribe. Yes, but. I've been doing the fitness thing kind of on my own. And that's why I think I've been so intrigued about getting my yoga certification because it's like, I know I need to find people that can teach me. Mm-hmm. So after we've been talking this whole conversation, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, all right, when we're done with this call, we'll I need to plan some trips to Dublin yeah, yeah. and figure out
0: my life right now. For me personally, like I've I went through a lot of phases with working out where I like to work out by myself, but I've went through phases where I need to be in a group. Right now I am in a phase where I have to be in a group. Like I, I only think I've probably worked out five times by myself in the last year.
1: I love group settings with working out. Even just you, I've worked out more. I work out more when you're around. Like when we first started doing stuff, like I wouldn't do it on my own. I had to have someone be like, hey, I want, I'm going to do this. Do you want to go? And then
0: I'm like, can't let Nina down. Like, Yeah, you cannot let Nina down. <laughs> you can't. No way. <laughs> but you seriously, and not even for letting the other person down, but just for when you're in it and you feel like you're going to die.
2: Mm-hmm. Like There's like, all these people around like, you. They're mm-hmm.
0: like, come on, you got this. And I'm like, I hate you, but okay.
2: Humans need community too. Oh, you do. Mm -hmm. The energy in a room, like when you're doing yoga, the energy in the room is so palpable to me. Like everybody's there for, or I think most people are probably there for the same reason. And I'm sure when you're in a workout class, like you said, everybody's just pushing themselves because they want to do their best and be their best. And that's just, it's, and
1: what's the word? It's powerful. Yeah. I mean, an entire room of people, like I want to be better. Like, I just think that's a really powerful image. It is. It's definitely moving.
2: Moving away from the whole fitness thing for a moment, do you have a specific nutritional plan that you follow or um, a diet? I hate the
0: word diet, but like a philosophy of food lifestyle that you follow? Yeah. No diets, but I do. And I am a creature of habit. And that's what I think has um, been on my side all these years for keeping my weight in check and keeping my fitness in check. Um, I literally eat the same thing every single day and I don't get sick of it. And I understand that some people do get sick of that. And I have some tips on how to change that a little bit, but you want to know like specifically what I eat? Yeah. yeah. Give our listeners a rundown. What's your day of food look like? Number one, right off the bat, water with um, apple cider vinegar. Mm. Does that taste awful? Little, I like it. Oh, huh? I started what, tea with apple cider vinegar. Well, it's one one teaspoon with it has to be freezing cold water for me and you have to use a straw so it doesn't ruin your teeth. Mm. Okay? That's a little tip. <laughs> and sec then I have two eggs and coconut oil with a piece of Ezekiel bread and a lot of butter.
2: Can <laughs> I ask you a question about the bread? Thing? Yeah. So I have, I don't believe I have a gluten intolerance, but I noticed that I kind of feel better when I don't have yeah. gluten in my system. That's normal. So I don't know. I haven't like tested it, but I just have been staying away from gluten, but I really enjoy, like my thing I've been doing is an egg with, um, I'll cut an avocado and I'll yeah. spread it on this gluten-free toast I found that is made with like olive oil and not, it doesn't seem like it has nasty ingredients mm-hmm. in it. And then, some kale or spinach with that. That's a good meal. It's so tasty. But then I'm not sure about the bread thing. Where's your protein? Um Eggs. Okay. Right? Yeah, I do have the egg on. Did I add that? Tell you about the egg. Did you I say add egg? the egg on okay. top of it. egg. And then here's the other thing I'm curious about. I am wondering about the bacon thing because sometimes <gasps> I will have my bacon, but then I'm afraid I'm eating too much bacon or I'll have I love sausage and I am I follow the paleo lifestyle yeah. to a, to a extent. Like I'm not strict on it, right. but that's I mean, kind of my
0: guidebook. Obviously you can't eat a pound of bacon today, but right. I, I would if I, I could. I but. really like bacon. It's a good source of fat. It's a, Protein. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty high in sodium, so I mean, keep it to like one or two pieces. But yeah, there's no problem with that. I would just wouldn't eat it every single day. Okay, so that makes me feel better about my life. But yes, the bread. Um, but yeah, what kind of bread is is good for you? The I only don't... bread I enjoy is Ezekiel bread. Okay, it's the sprouted grain. Um, I have to toast it. There's no way in hell I could ever just bite <laughs> into it or like have a sandwich with mm-hmm. it. So that's really the only bread I eat is that one piece of bread in the morning. Like I'm just really so not a not... sandwich girl, anything like that. It's not gonna be detrimental to my health
2: did I say that right Liz yeah detrimental yeah. oh my gosh it felt weird thank
0: you
2: <laughs> so it's not going to be detrimental to my life if I have a piece of bread every morning with my
0: egg no, and avocado you, guys do you not have be, to have some do not be afraid of carbs you need carbs
2: you told me that when I messaged you, <laughs> you need them I,
0: you were like you're fatigued all the time you're not having
2: enough carbs no like, wonder. after I told you what I was eating yeah
0: yeah it's just you got to be smart about your carbs exactly what it is. They're smart carbs. Sweet potato, quinoa, um, toast. It's my jam. All, All those, those things are my, are my jam. And literally every single vegetable, a lot of them are pretty heavy carbs, but it's a good carb. Yeah. Fill up on them.
1: Oh, so good to know. Carbs that your body knows how to process.
0: Carbs yes. I mean, They make us happy. We need it. Yeah.
2: And I hear women's bodies need them mega. Like
0: yeah. women's bodies need carbs and healthy fats yeah. to thrive. And the other thing I'm big on is healthy fats. I eat a lot of fat. It's like about 30 to 40% of my diet.
2: <laughs> I've been
0: incorporating
1: a lot more fats I too. Eat avocado at least once a day. It's my
0: jam. Breakfast. What about lunch and mm. dinner? Okay. Mm. So finished breakfast, right? Two eggs, toast, and coffee. And I just switched to black coffee because I'm really done with sugar. Completely that's done with
1: save. Not to interrupt, but that's my like my whole I've boiled down what I'm trying to do to just like knock out the sugar. And By virtue, like, processed foods
0: have sugar. Like, everything. keep it in check. Ridiculous. Guys, everything. And we need to have a a separate conversation about this.
1: Yes, definitely. But I also, as of, like, last week, went to the black coffee. And I find that if you get flavored black coffee, that helps.
0: Because mine tastes like toffee nut somewhat. (laughs) One of our coaches, Bobby, I had switched to black coffee. And I was, like, kind of depressed about it. And um, he was like, just think about, like, the bean just hugging you. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Did it help? Yeah.
2: I love, love, love black coffee. I don't even I'm like it with anything. i really like it. But my, I think I've begun to develop, this is really bad, but I think I've begun to develop kind of food fears. And I've been struggling a lot with PMS and cramping uh-huh. and like anxiety. And I'm afraid of coffee now because I keep hearing about caffeine, caffeine will trigger your cramps and caffeine will trigger no. the anxiety. And I stopped drinking it. I'll have it once in a while still. Yeah. And I have noticed a difference, yeah. but I miss my coffee. I guess if you're an
0: anxious person, coffee would kind of rev you up a I little. I think it yeah.
2: depends. Like you need to listen to your body. Yeah. If your body doesn't need it, then don't drink what it. What about just like on the weekends or something? Yeah. Right. I you know. know. Well, I like just, I, like I love off. coffee. Just have yeah. some coffee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry. Now we can move on to lunch. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's breakfast. Now lunch. Lunch. Um, huge, huge salads, like monstrous. How do you make delicious salads? Because
1: sometimes I, I try tell you.
0: and they suck. I will tell you because I made one today. <gasps> do you
1: want to hear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made, I think I told you last night, buffalo chicken. Cause I'm all about buffalo sauce because it's really super flavorful, yeah. but not terrible for you. Is it? I don't, know. I don't know. I don't need it. I mean, it's, so, I don't, <laughs> I don't, it doesn't have like, it's not like a calorie. It's just pepper okay. juice is or not juice. Sauce is what it yeah. is. Anyway, I did like buffalo chicken. It just had the sauce, apple cider vinegar and spices. Okay. And then I put that on spinach with avocado, duh, always, uh-huh. and carrot and tomato. And I know how you feel about corn, but I had a little bit of corn and black bean <laughs> and a little bit of feta. That right? but it Great. was super I mean like because it's spicy and yeah. like acidic it made it really flavorful I didn't have to like some people I think would have put ranch or blue cheese I don't really like those Ugh. kind of dressings anyway so Mm-mm. I didn't and it I didn't need it like it's flavorful on its own I'm a romaine girl
0: I can't do the spinach uh, and
2: really I am can for some reason I
0: am off kale
1: Really? So I, like I love kale, kale right Often. now. You know what?
2: I, I love kale and spinach right now. I my, don't know why.
0: Is right now
1: arugula. arugula. Oh, my
0: favorite. No, not I my hate favorite. arugula. It's not my favorite. Um, so you're romaine. Yeah, I chop up three heads of romaine on Sundays. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I you guess. really do like big salads. Like, <laughs> while I'm watching Sex in the City. But Oh my gosh, I just started Sex in the City yesterday. From, from season one? Season two. I um, skipped season one. Well, you have no idea how much my husband eats. It's literally the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, side note, um, uh, just it's got to have just a ton of veggies, a bunch of nuts, protein. What's your protein? Fats, chicken or? Chicken, tuna. If I hadn't had eggs for the morning, like I'll do hard boiled eggs. How do you feel about red meat? I like it. I just don't eat it that much. Mm-hmm. Maybe once a week you can have red meat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As long as it's a good quality, like grass fed. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't do it much. Just um, curious. Is dressing for the salad? Oil-based oh, some kind? I don't even know if this is good for you or not, but I am, me and every single one of my girlfriends is hands down obsessed with garlic expressions. What's garlic expressions? expressions? <laughs> I need to look this up now. It's at Kroger. I don't know if you can get it at Giant Eagle. Probably. It's everywhere. It's just this amazing garlic dressing. And it's a marinade. It's for dr- uh, salads. It's for literally... It sounds really... Expressive. Garlic expressions. It is. <laughs> Incredible. Garlic Expressions is life. Gotta go grab it. Go I into like Kroger tesami. soon.
1: That's what my jam is, Tessame dressing.
2: I don't even know what we have downstairs. I'll show you when we're done podcasting. Uh-huh. But it's kind of like me and Cody's jam. It's just like this olive oil base. And yeah. I don't remember the name because I never remember the names of anything. It's probably
1: Garlic Expressions. Maybe it's know. Garlic <laughs> Expressions.
0: Who knows? <laughs> oh, I forgot that mid-morning I have um, this drink. So there's this company, Propello Life. Um, I went to high school with the guy... Um, Brian and then he also comes and he works out at Peak, but he just started this company and it's all healthy supplements. So the whey protein and like the amino acids and all that stuff is like pure. Um, it's gold. So we'll I have, have to that. check this out. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I have um that drink mid-morning and it's like that's kind of like my drink other than water. Mm-hmm. And then obviously tons of water throughout the day, the salad for lunch. Around like three or four o'clock, I have a protein shake with the Propello Life chocolate mm. protein and peanut butter and oatmeal. And I just, like, pack it full of—you know, I kind of want it to be, like, calorie-dense and fatty. So elasty, delicious. Until dinner. And dinner is always just a protein and vegetables. Just a ton. A ton of vegetables. So—
2: it's not like you're making these crazy, exquisite dinners. No, they are. It's like so very simple and easy they're, and they're routines. Both. Yeah. So I just bought a book today called Real Food, Real Simple by Taylor Riggs. Um, she has the Simply Taylor blog. She's from Columbus. I stumbled upon her on Instagram and she's actually going to be on the podcast here in a few weeks, which is super exciting. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, but… Everything in there is like paleo friendly and gluten free and it's made in five steps or less. And it's the yeah. same thing. Like it doesn't have to be
1: difficult. Mm. Just throw these whole simple ingredients into your pan and do it up. And if you're like me, go to the grocery store and get pre-chopped onion because you hate work that much.
0: Oh yeah, that's awful. Like
1: I, if onion. I have to chop so, up a bunch of no. vegetables, I'm like, but no.
0: You guys, it's true. Like the whole, eat the same things every week. Like why, why not? Why are you making it harder on yourself than it has to be? And that translates to everything. Why are you making everything harder than it has to be? Fitness, food, mental, emotional, everything. Keep it
1: simple. That's kind of the theme I've been getting through all this stuff that we've been doing is like, make it
0: easy. It's the KISS method.
1: Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, stupid.
2: Oh, I like that so much. It's so true. Because Why the, are
0: we making everything the harder? is there to, to be like, stop. Yeah. Like, you do not need to do this. Yep.
2: Life doesn't have to be as difficult as we're making it.
1: No. <gasps> I know you want to ask your favorite question ever now. Yes. Okay.
2: What is, or do you have any morning and evening routines that you swear by or that you stick by and do every single day?
0: I have to wake up two hours early before I have to be anywhere. The alarm is always set for two hours earlier. I have to wake up, get up out of bed. I immediately have my water with vinegar, make my breakfast, and I am just like, half asleep still at this point I hate getting up I'm not a fan and then I go sit in the dark and I drink my coffee and I eat my breakfast and is there a reason
1: behind the darkness just to like ease you into the day
0: just like think about what I need to do I'm not gonna lie I'll have my phone I'll be Mm -hmm. like scrolling yeah just like wakes me up and that is awful and I know that's awful to just like shove your phone in your face the second you wake up. But, but
2: if you're using it as more of like a meditative, relaxing process. Yeah. I think it's different than opening up your email and getting immediately angry about all of these. Work stuff. Yeah, or exactly. I think oh. there's two different things
0: with checking your phone in the morning. I
2: don't do email.
0: And I have an alarm on my phone or what's it called? Did Do Not Disturb. Yeah. Do Not Disturb set at eight o'clock and it goes till eight. Good idea. That's awesome. Automatically. So I can't get texts. I can't get phone calls. Such um, a good idea. I don't look at my emails. That's just asinine. It's mm-hmm. crazy talk. Never do that. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So just sit there and I drink my coffee. And then, so that takes me like, that's a good hour, 15. And then the next 15 minutes I get ready and I go.
2: I have found that waking up just a little bit earlier gives me such a more calm minded morning routine. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I think I need to do what you're doing and think maybe two hours ahead of time now, instead time
1: of an hour and a half. And what time do you get up? I sleep a whole lot. Like, so do I. I sleep. That's why I'm curious.
0: <laughs> um, Let's see. So I typically wake up at like 6.30 or 7, especially if I'm going to make, if I'm working out that day. Um, So let's just say I wake up at 6.30. Mm-hmm. I'm in bed by like 10. Yeah, I need to be better about going to bed earlier.
2: Very similar to me. I go to bed at 10 and then my alarm goes off at 5.30.
0: Ouch. Yeah. So at night, like after we eat dinner and we like kind of settle down and talk or whatever, I just, I mean, what else is there to do? Just go straight to bed. Time to relax. Time to wind down. I get in bed and I am a nutball right now about reading. So I have read like 13 books in the last 10 weeks.
2: Amazing. Yeah.
0: So, but it's all fiction. So here's another thing. I am... I'm done with the self-help right now.
1: Really? I'm just getting into the self-help. I can see it though because after a while, just because now I'm in the middle of like five self-help books because I have book ADD and I just like hop around them all. But they all do start to kind of like blend together a right. little bit, which is good because I feel like I see like the general like big themes and I can follow those. But at the same time, I am like, I
0: might need a little like distraction we'll from reality. There. I
2: hear
1: you. Yeah. For the last like
0: five, like seven years, if I think about it, I've done nothing but self-development, fitness, nutrition, wellness, um, all everything to make me feel better, be better, be more well-rounded. And I just, you, I just flipped. I was like, enough. I can't take the self.
2: How many anymore. years of that were you in though? Did you say? Like seven. Okay, see, I think I'm in my ye- second. And second year. So I'm probably I'm no I'm gonna get to that brick you wall. You will. And then I'm gonna need to take a break. But right now I'm in that phase where I'm like eating all of it yeah. up. Like well, give me it more, Do give
0: it. me more. Eat it up as much as you can. And then when you feel like you need a break from it, take it. Yeah. Because you have to let that stuff marinate. That's true. Think in the you're always filling yourself, filling yourself, like you can't have time to like really digest it. Such a
2: good way to put it. You have to bring it in and then you have to live it out. And then you need to take a break. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah. So right now I am like crazy on the fiction. When I got married and went on my honeymoon, we spent like three weeks in Indonesia. And I was like, I am not reading one self-help, like self-development No fitness, nothing. I want nothing but stories. Like I want my mind to just wander and fall into the story. So I read three books while we were in Indonesia and I just haven't stopped. Like I am obsessed. And now I feel like I'm slightly addicted to fiction.
2: Is it just bringing about this huge creative
0: side of you right now where you're just like diving into these stories? I don't know if it's bringing out a creative side, but I definitely am just, I'm just so into reading about other people's lives, even if it's fake. They actually say that stories are like, one of the
1: best ways for humans to learn something, like to to be told a story about it. That's like one of the best ways to put something into action. So you're still learning. Yeah, I actually through some else's stories because
0: I thought I was getting a problem by reading too much (laughs) fiction. And it's good for you. It's good to let your mind go into that place where you just wander and listen. And then also... You develop quite a vocabulary because I've been looking up tons of words that I don't know the meaning to. Yeah. Reading overall is just so fantastic for you. It's just this wonderful, like, mental reset. And then it just puts you to sleep. So I read in bed. My husband is major on not watching TV in bed. We don't Mm -hmm. have a TV in our room. Neither do we. Um, And he gets really pissed if, you know, I'm watching something on the iPad before bed. So. This is a little dedication to him. Thanks for that. <laughs> and then, yeah, just reading in bed, it puts you to sleep in a better way than watching TV before. I agree. You fall asleep. It really does. So,
1: name your just off the top of your head, this would be of all time, but one self help book
0: and one fiction book that you're like all about. Let's see. Fiction. Let's start with fiction since it's fresh. I just read a book called The Things We Wish Were True. That's on like the 99 cent Kindle mm. store. Because I was like, this reading addiction is getting quite expensive. So I had to start uh, looking at like the 99 cent list stuff <laughs> on my Kindle. So the things we wish were true. I just read an awesome book called On the Inside about women's jail. Ooh, <laughs> cool. like Orange is the New yeah. Black Style. And I know, it reminded me of that. Let's see, self-help book. Well, obviously I'm obsessed with Gabrielle Bernstein. Mm-hmm. Spirit Junkie changed my life, big time. Uh, read that's that?
2: my next one. So I've read The Universe Has Your Back. I'm in the process of add more ink to your life. I really want to read... Um, May Cause Miracles.
0: Mm -hmm, I have that.
2: And what's the one you just said? Uh,
0: Spirit Junkie. Should that be my next one after? 100%, especially if you're in the mode where you want to just drink all this stuff. Yes, that's right. That one is big. And I would recommend that book to anyone because there's not one person who will not relate to that book. Can't wait.
1: Gabrielle Bernstein. Um, I'm starting to feel like a vibe. I love that you. We should actually be making like a book exchange little group right now. Well, so you guys, this is what is I is was caring. thinking about,
0: and I thought this is the perfect place to bring this up. Um, because of my book addiction, I need a book club. Obviously, I would love to start a book club, but then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I cannot do another thing where I have to be in charge of doing this and this and this. Right. What's I'm Like, I cannot. So I am in the market.
2: Yeah. So sugar, good, bad. Well, obviously bad, but. Tell us about it.
1: Sugar
0: is the root of all evil. That is what
1: I've watched Fed Up and there's another documentary on
0: Netflix. It breeds disease. It is insanely addictive.
1: It's like cocaine. It's corrupt. It is corrupt. The stuff that the sugar lobby has done to insert itself in everything. The big food companies. Scary stuff.
2: I know. I know. I cannot even handle when I look at a food label and see how much processed sugar is
1: in everything. And they don't put the daily amounts for, because like everything else has a percentage,
0: but the sugar lobby has made it so they don't have to put a percentage in. Well, and now you guys have to be careful with, they don't say sugar anymore. It's fructose yes, and dextrose. Yes. And I know. Can't even say the other ones. They're, they're There's like 80 of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Xantham gum. Yes.
2: Yes. And everything. Is that sugar too? hmm
0: Basically, what to, it's dumb all sugar. It, to dumb it down, when you eat sugar, cane first, sugar, first cane all, juice, I'm thinking of them all yeah, now. It's crazy. When you eat sugar, number one, your mind goes crazy and it gets yes. all pleasure, happy, pleasure, happy crash. Right? Mm-hmm. So depression high. Yep. And then what happens when your body breaks it down is it goes. So basically your muscles have storage inside of them. The sugar gets broken down wants to go sit into the muscle, but there's no room because we already have an excess in our muscles. And then it becomes uh, body fat, stores this body fat. And then, so say you have sugar in your system, you go try to work out and burn that off. Your body's going to burn what's out there floating, not what's stored. Mm. So, so it's, it's not even burning the sugar is what you're saying? It's burning the sugar that's floating around that you've eaten for energy. But it's not going to burn your storage. storage. Oh, gotcha. So therefore, you're just burning it off and that's staying put. Like you're not doing any different to your body.
1: The devil. Yeah. It is. And I get really mad. So like I said, I just watched Fed Up. And that focuses a lot on what the sugar industry has done to get them young and get kids, like, oh, all sugar pie yeah,
0: Commercial. Yeah, that's
1: all you ever yeah. see when you're little. And is I like, was at the gym last night, and I was listening to Jin Sincero. I wasn't looking at the TV, and I look up, and it's Cartoon Network, so obviously I didn't choose the TV that day. Um, and I saw a Fruity Pebbles commercial, and I was like,
0: because it was fresh in my mind, I was super angry yeah. about it. But if, like, if you want to burn your stored body fat, Like you need sugar to be out of your system so that your system doesn't grab it for energy to burn.
2: What about natural sugars? Like for example, listeners, we are drinking wine today. We are. Thank you, Amy. It is. Amy brought us a bottle of wine. We were super happy. I
1: had to. Mm -hmm. Double Lariat. We're not sure that's how you say that. I personally (laughs) think it's double Lariat. We're
2: just going to agree to disagree. <laughs> but they think it's double lariat. I just want to put like a French flair on it for some um, reason.
1: 2013. It is a Cabernet Sauvignon and it is from Napa Valley. And I'm just reading the label. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I like it. It's, it's
2: good. It's I like it. I have a
1: little more. I've nursed
2: Absolutely. Whole, I just said whore. Let's each give ourselves a
0: teeny <laughs> oh, bit more of it. Let's Yeah. So natural sugars. Natural what, sugars. Yes. Like this one. Like fruit. I'm mm-hmm. good on mine. Um, you guys, fruit's amazing. Obviously, have your fruit. Love it. But you, that, you can't go crazy with fruit either. I don't feel very
2: well when I have too much fruit. I've noticed. Um, I feel dizzy sometimes. Or my blood huh. sugar just feels weird. Yeah. I don't know why. But I realized when, once I've cut out even natural sugars, mm-hmm. not all the way. Yeah. Like I still, I
0: love my dates. Well, yeah. That ooh, is a big dates. one. There's sugar and vegetables and things yeah. like that. But if you're any junk sugar... Exactly. Number one, no way. Just get it out. But on the fruit thing. On the fruit side. Yeah. Have a fruit every day. A fruit. Mm -hmm. You hear me say. One. Mm -hmm. Not like 20 pounds of strawberries. No.
1: Though I love strawberries and would eat them. Keep
0: yourself in a pigeonhole if you are like, oh, I'm eating so healthy and I'm having like, you know, an apple in the morning, strawberries for lunch, grapes for, you know, like, no. Right. You just can't. Because you're still putting a lot of sugar, even though it's natural sugar, into your body. And the more sugar, even natural, that you have in your body, the more you will crave it and need it and want it. You have to just get it out of your system. Do you have any recommendations
1: for a sugar detox? Because I've thought about it, and then I have thought about how
0: grumpy I will be, and I have not done it. I honestly don't know much about, like, a certain detox, but I know what I do. So right now, like, the past couple days, I celebrated my birthday yesterday yesterday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Tomorrow's <laughs> my birthday. Oh, oh happy t- birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. 33. Ooh. Um, so I had cake. I ate pasta, which turns into sugar. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I'm on a sugar cake. Just got back from Cabo. Was nonstop, just going nuts. So Let it go. Yeah. So today is the first day. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Other than the wine. Right. Cabernet is a dry wine, so it yeah. doesn't have as much sugar in it. Right? right? Antioxidants. You guys, you're going to want the... Di- okay, say you're starting... A di- you know, your new little thing without sugar. I don't like calling it a diet. I don't even like calling it a detox. Your adventure yes. of a sugar-free I like lifestyle life. change. I really <laughs> like that. Um, but okay, you're about to start this. Just freaking do it. Your body's going to be shocked no matter what. You're going to be pissed off. You're going to want it. But just, you guys, you have a higher voice that will tell you to stop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you have those two voices going back and forth that's like, oh, but I want it. Just don't. And then your body gets used to not having yeah. it. You, it's going to take one week for you to get used to not having that sugar in your body, and then you are fine. You don't even want it. How do you feel about Lara bars? Because those have quite a bit of sugar,
2: and I love them. And I think it's because it's feeding that sugar addiction that's still kind of there for me, even though I've cut out processed sugar completely.
0: I would only eat a Lara bar if I had no other food and needed it. Really? Mm-hmm. I not that they're
1: bad, right? But- just, but it is a lot of sugar. Yeah. I know it's natural sugars. They have chocolate chips in some of them, but... Yeah, I just made some really great energy balls yesterday from Pinterest that I love, but they yeah. are sugar. But yeah. they taste great. Yeah. They have peanut butter, oats, you honey. Know, everything in moderation, It right? is everything in moderation. But it's like a little...
0: Like, it's a little, like make the okay sign. Like, that's how yeah. big it is. I've told you guys before a million times, like, my whole thing's balanced. Mm-hmm. So, like, with balance, like, why can't you have a little bit of sugar? I understand that. Have a little bit of sugar if you can. For me, I just the more and more I learn about it and get educated about it, it's just... The less you want to eat it. The less I want it in my system. Like, it is just terrible. I
2: feel so inspired by that. Like, I know that I've made steps to cut out the sugar, but even with, like I was saying, my larbar addiction or... Like, why can't you just eat a
0: huge bag of, like, raw vegetables? (laughs) And I know that sounds so stupid and everyone's going to hate me. Like, oh, the trainer's telling you you to eat vegetables. But, like, that will give you so much more energy... Then a Larabar. I think it's a matter of listening to the craving devil or listening to the, this does my body good. like Which is where we come back to sugar because yeah. the, the craving devil is the sugar, the pleasure zones in your brain going off. Like, it's not real. I think when you realize
2: that food is meant to serve your body, it yeah. changes everything. That's a big click moment. Eat yeah, to live, not live to eat. Right. Though I do love eating. We all
0: love but. to eat. I honestly think eating is a pain in the ass.
2: To me, it's one of those things where it's like, ugh, like I have to eat to feel, because now I know how it makes my body feel. So it's like I'm eating to serve my body and to like energize it. And sometimes I just get annoyed
0: when I can't find things that I know are going to be good for my body. Well, and it is a pain to prep your food, wash everything, chop it cook, plan, grocery shop. Like it is a pain That's why in the I signed app. up for Home Chef,
1: which is like Blue That's Apron. Amazing. And it's great. Never, Never tried it, comes, but I'm going to. It, everything's perfectly portioned. It's cut my, the time it takes me to make dinner. That's it's nice. like down to like 30 to 45 minutes. And when I get hungry, I'm like, need to eat food now. So it's
0: perfect. We had those for a wedding gift. Really? Meals delivered when we got home from Indonesia. It was nice. the best. Just because yeah. you didn't want to have to food prep the well, week no, you got we back? No, we got them for, from a gift from a guest. That's, <laughs> That's a so kind. It's not a good one. Yeah. Because yeah. your fridge is empty when you yeah. get back. And you're a wreck. smart person. We'll definitely have to try that.
2: Yeah. So kind of in wrapping up here, can you talk to us a little bit about the two-week program that you
0: offer for your clients? Yeah. So the two-week shape-up is for anyone. Literally, it's completely free. It's on my website. All you have to do is just sign up for it. I put my heart and soul into that thing. It is completely well-rounded. It is emotional, mental, physical work. Um, so we start from the beginning. Like I ask you some questions that I want you to write out. I ask you things like, why are you even doing this? Like, why are you here on my website? Wanting- I feel like you're speaking to me right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm very intrigued. And- like- I need to, yeah, keep going. And it's for the person who's, it's a shape up. So it's for someone who's out of shape or someone. Oh, this is definitely like, I'm going to go home and do this right now. So with the two week shape up, we start with um, mental work because like we've said a million times in this podcast, like you can't get anywhere without your mind being right. We go through even some emotional stuff. Uh, We go through, there's a nutrition plan. And then there's eight workouts, which I want you to do twice a week. There's a foam rolling routine, which I want you to do before every single workout. There's a stretching routine at the end. And um, that's pretty much wraps it up. But it, it's it been a big success. There's a ton of women who have done it. I think there's like almost 400 women. Who, oh my gosh, wow, that's amazing. It. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, we had our own little... Facebook group and stuff like that. Uh, so it was amazing. So, if our listeners in Columbus or anywhere, anywhere really want to work with Amy,
2: I mean, clearly We're we've so had going this is one of the longest the conversations we've had in a long time. You just are so knowledgeable about not just fitness, but like healthy eating and like having mental a, wellness. Mental wellness. Yeah. And
0: I just can't wait to check all of this out. And Come to your gym in Dublin. And then Columbus people, come to Peak Human Performance. It is the most amazing place I've ever experienced for fitness. Like every single coach is just so knowledgeable, so educated, and we just want you to succeed. So we will do anything for you. Can't
2: wait. Yeah. Amy, we are so happy to
0: have you on the podcast so, today. And I need to just tell you guys how proud I am of you because the
2: podcast is amazing. <laughs> Aww,
0: thank you. Thanks. You're doing so good. We're having a blast.
2: Like we're learning so much It's stuff. so selfish because obviously we want to help our listeners and we want to provide awesome content for all of you that are, are listening to us every week, but... We are learning so much in the process and just picking people
0: that yeah. we can't
2: wait to have deep conversations with about health, fitness, life, happiness, everything.
0: No, I'm inspired. I want to start a podcast now. You should <laughs> Do to it. Podcast Masters will hook you up. Maybe. Yes, next, maybe he's next my husband, year. but he's amazing. Well, I told you the first time I heard this podcast, I was like, this has Cody written all <laughs> yeah. It. Because, and I also wanted to say to you, like, you and I shared like kind of a cool little time in our lives together when yeah when the boys were in the band together and we would just sit there and sip wine so I think that's kind of cool because I was thinking about it coming on here and I'm like how did Nina and I really even know each other you know and I'm like we had such a cool little it was fun it was fun for yeah. the time that it was yeah we just drink wine and watch them and then just talk about how dumb they are
2: I know but we love you, you guys still <laughs> you are going to be like, you guys didn't like watching us? What the hell?
0: No, love you guys. Love them. Love you for sure.
2: Amy, we are so happy that you joined us on the podcast. It was so much fun talking to you. I know that our listeners are going to find so much value from this conversation. And thank now you. they know exactly where to find you if yeah. they're in the Columbus area. If they're or not beyond. or beyond, you have a two-week program that they can follow
0: as well. Well, I am so honored to have been asked. So Absolutely. thank you very much.
1: Then let's cheers. Yeah. To a good
2: conversation.
1: Well, thank you, Amy, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with our listeners. I know they're going to get a lot of joy out of all of the insight that you have. As always, please follow us on social media on Instagram at Wine and Shine Podcast, We're on Facebook as well. Feel free to shoot over any um, topic ideas or just any questions or anything at all to WineAndShinePodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit up our blog at WineAndShinePodcast.com and give us some love through that subscribe button and some ratings. Whatever you have to say as far as feedback, we grow from and love. So please let us know what you think. Thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye. See
2: ya.